Hey y'all, welcome to 90 Day Fiance Ain't No Way, where we discuss all things 90 Day from a melanated perspective. We're your hosts, Jamie and Camilla. Now let's get into it. Welcome to the Ain't No Way podcast. Hola. What is up, everybody? Jamie, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you? You know, I'm here. I'm I'm just trying to be I'm just trying to be here <laughs> because my Wi-Fi is really trying. It's it. trying to take us out. There are some people out there that would really blame us on Mercury doing the renegade. <laughs> and you know what? They might be right because it has to be something. <laughs> this is a little extra ridiculous. Mercury thing. is not messing with us right now. <laughs> I mean, the the moons, the stars, the planets, they're trying it today. And it's really, you know, it's there. You know, <laughs> it's just there. They're getting their work done. Because yeah. Yeah. Something. Crazy. Okay. So anyways, um, this episode was a lot in a weird way. To say the least. To say the least. It was a lot to say the least. I think... You know, we get declarations of states of emergency. The government say like, yeah, we're in a state of emergency, mm-hmm. natural disaster, stay inside, barricade, right? Mm-hmm. We're in a state of delusion at this point. And yes. I'm nervous. It's a lot. <laughs> and it's just running rampant. It's spreading like COVID. It's spreading like wildfire. <laughs> and I just really, I'm definitely giving it's viral really disease. <laughs> It's definitely giving wear a mask, wear a mask outside (laughs) and quarantine because it's running rampant and we need to protect ourselves (laughs) from the spread of delusion, girl. Like what is going on? Everyone's delusional Mm -hmm. this episode. (laughs) Really? Um, So we decided to uh, help ourselves out and determined before recording the least and most drama so yes. makes a lot of there sense, you go actually. it's giving it's giving organized this season you know and i'm i i love it yes so, <laughs> let's just start with the least drama which was shockingly kalani and asuelu they've been on a real good kick and i feel like kalani's gonna ruin it very soon <laughs> yeah i feel like it's just too good to be true because I mean, maybe maybe that um, car accident really shook Asuelu up for the better. But, you know, mm-hmm. you just have to keep an eye on him because he can switch up in a second. Yeah, you got to keep When he don't get open. his way, he is like a child. Right. But, but you know what's terrible? Kalani knows this and still chooses bad timing to, like, break off you know? Mm-hmm. So it doesn't really like help. It doesn't really help the situation. Like she knows that he's a, a hothead and he flips out and they have bad communication, but she also doesn't pick the best time to tell him things. So I can agree with that. It just doesn't help. <laughs> um, so there was a lot of uh grown grown-up talk <laughs> with Kalani and Asuelu. This episode. I That's was really what cringing. the focus was. That cringing. I felt very uncomfortable. I felt like I was, you know what? I felt like I was watching something on Discovery Plus. It felt very not TLC safe. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> it just felt like 
I feel like a veil is being lifted here and we should put the veil back down. Like this is, this is, this is a lot <laughs> for, yes. me as, for me as a viewer. And I feel like um, they were, so where um, do we wanna... I feel like they were very like childish and giddy and just yeah. weird. <laughs> Which yeah, yeah. made the subject even more uncomfortable. Right. It was, I just felt like this is something for the two of you to do when production is not around. Please. At least for this long. Like it was their whole segment, you know? Like I understand one scene, you know, we talking about what we're going to give each other on vacation, but the whole episode, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. No problem. Yeah. So um, we start um, with Aswelu and Kalani on their way to a sex shop. And the first thing we see mm-hmm. is they're, they're making this song in the car. <laughs> and Asuelu busts out hilarious. his rap. <laughs> he had a little freestyle in, in the back pocket. I said, okay. <laughs> Bars. I said, okay, Asuelu, I see you. Um, right. Okay, but bars. All right. They get to the sex shop, and neither one of them has ever been to one. Um, Kalani reveals that she remained um <laughs> Kalani revealed that she did not have sex until she was 28 <laughs> years old. So I'm like, was it Aswell? So that was my question. And I think the answer is yes. I think so. That's my question. Yeah, I think I think it is Asuelu, which yikes. But anyway, this is their first time going to the sex shop. And um Asuelu was saying that they don't have them in Samoa. So they were just looking for something to take on their mm-hmm. their romantic date to like spice things up a bit um because Asuelu was just talking about how things have been so different since she's had the kids um Mm -hmm. so hopefully they can like get some stuff to spice up their marriage Asuelu well honestly both of them were acting like kids at a candy shop they were just oohing and on for everything they've seen yeah it was equal. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> go for it. <laughs> they they eventually get something. I think they well they get like stuff that I don't want to mention, but they get a few things um, and a whip. Um, and first mm-hmm. of all, why were they hitting each other in the people's store? That was so weird. I. I think that was the most uh, kids' first time at a giant Toys R Us yes. that we've seen. They were like, let's just try the toy out right now. <clears throat> and I was like, no, this really, this could have even waited for the car. Like, no, I, don't, I don't know. Literally. And Kalani revealed, which I feel in my, the deep bottom down part of my heart that is so true. She said she has like this weird twisted fantasy of beating the heck out of Asuelu. And I, I feel her. Yeah. <laughs> and- She's not lying. That I think <laughs> we could question the storyline. We could question 
the relationship we cannot question that that is really how she feels like she yes she wants that now yeah <laughs> right now. oh my gosh so yeah. that's that part they leave the sex store get some things blah 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 eventually it's time for them to leave um home to mm-hmm. head to their romantic vacation and of course the kids Aaron Kalani's mom are in tow um mm-hmm. and strange she put see production you're not slick why they put her mama in the front with Asuelu that's a very good question because production said so because I don't get it yeah because first of all Kalani was squished in the back between them two car seats her mama should have right. sat back there but anyway production that one didn't work so <laughs> Kalani does not know where they're going. It's supposed to be a surprise. And after a while, uh, Asuelu pulls up to <laughs> like a cabin. Summer camp. A cabin. It's like a cabin. Yeah, resort type thing. And yeah, like a I, lodge. Think lodge. Think Poconos. <laughs> that sort of thing. Camping out <laughs> in the woods in log cabins. Um, and I yes, agree with Kalani. Exactly. This is not what I thought would be romantic. It's like I'm looking for like a nice hotel, a spa, like five star restaurants, nail salon, shopping. You expected oh, all of that at Asuelu? <laughs> I guess that's my first mistake, right? <laughs> I don't want to say I expected all of that from him, but. When I think of romantic date, it's not in a log cabin. It's not. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I can see that. <laughs> it's not, it's really not for me either. I guess it has to be done in a certain way. But I think that Kalani's expectations were like a little too high. I, I T- agree with TBA that also. Like, it's like we're dealing with Asuelu. <laughs> this is Asuelu. This is his first time doing anything nice for you. Okay. So, <laughs> The bar is fairly low, but you know what? That means we can only go up from here, you know? I guess Started so. at the bottom and now who knows where you'll be. And I mean he I don't even know if he was just concerned. Trying to get the positive. He wasn't even concerned with um making sure the date was nice. He came in with one objective and one objective only. He's a very um one step at a time kind of person, you know, because Kalani complained about the grown-up transactions, right? And now he's like, okay, so this trip is solely focused on that. That is right. all I care about, and that is all we're gonna address right now, right? Because I'm trying to, you know, satisfy you. I guess. Ew. <laughs> yeah, it was. He tried. Yeah. Like, like she said, he gets an A for effort. He definitely, he he thought something through. Something was thought through. <laughs> I don't know if I give him an A, but he got he got no he got an E, e for effort E E E effort. <laughs> I was thinking he, A Asuelu, you know. <laughs> yeah. We we <could> no. Just... <laughs> <laughs> he he tried he tried. You, yeah, he got um, satisfactory. That's it. Ain't no high remarks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but at least their room was low key better than the mama and the kids' room. They had a little. 
little champagne, a little liquor, a little rose petal. Right. And clearly, um, Kalani was on one because she don't give me no glass. I'm drinking straight out the bottle. I said, wow. Right. I'll take it to the head. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> you know, I feel like one thing that we I didn't know this. I didn't know that she was Mormon. I didn't know that either. But I mean, it makes sense. Utah. I was about like, to say, no offense, but that makes a lot of sense. That's it. Utah. <laughs> right. Right. The land of um, unique religions. How about that? Yes. Unique sectors mm-hmm. of Christianity, if you will. <laughs> you know? So she grew up Mormon. I think that's also a part of why she waited so long, I believe. I'm sure it is. But. But yeah, she, you know, she took a little shot to the head and she was like, okay, it's time to get it popping. <laughs> yeah, it's time. The, the transaction starts now. Like, now. Let's, let's go. Bring me up. <laughs> <laughs> let's go. And um, we see them afterwards and everyone's in a good mood. Everyone's glowy and smiling. So clearly something worked and their, um, their items from the sex shop clearly... Uh, gave what needed to what they needed to give and mm-hmm. you know what thank god because <laughs> i think they needed it um what else happens so they want they were sitting by the fire after a night full of grown-up transactions and kalani <laughs> said this trip isn't only about that we need to work on our communication so they did this communication exercise where they just stare at each other for two minutes and <laughs> that seems like the I opposite of cute. what a communication exercise should be <laughs> because i agree i agree. staring into my eyes is not gonna tell you that you wrong when i be trying to tell you something and you just get mad and storm off right right you I feel looking like in my eyes a little and- hard i feel like i feel like we could have started on a bit of a stronger foot but i did like Oswalu's point of saying like you know when we argue we don't even look at each other like we're always looking around mm-hmm. so this can help us like see each other when we're arguing and when they're communicating and i was like look at you Gross. go on in-depth thinking about the exercise i know that's right like right <laughs> it's I, the growth for me i i still feel like kalani kind of tiptoed around her issue with um Asuelu, I feel like she didn't want to ruin the weekend, but I feel like she yeah. was also not direct. I can't even remember what she told him, but she should have been like, when I tell you something that you don't want to hear, you just like to storm off or start um, insulting folks instead of listening. Yeah. That's what his problem said, is. I, he don't listen. Yeah. I remember they were saying, he said that he feels like Kalani thinks he's stupid and she was saying, you only think I'm, you only feel like I'm stupid whenever I try and talk to you or try and give you any sort of feedback. Right. And that's not me saying that you're stupid. And I was like, okay, look at them actually breaking down their issues. They, oh. didn't, uh, mm, they didn't talk <laughs> well, about Well, at how, least talking. Yeah, they didn't talk about what they're going to do moving forward to make sure these things don't continue to happen. And that's what's important. Because they go through these highs and lows. So this is just another high for now. Like, what what are y'all going to do to make sure y'all don't have another low or the lows don't get as bad as they typically are? Because I'm not convinced. 
Well, maybe then it's a good thing that uh, Kalani held on to her bad news because this will she be just like a real test. Keep keep that. She just need to keep that. Yeah. Me personally, I think she should just keep it in the back pocket. That's between her, Low, and the lawyer. I don't think that Australia needs to know anything about that. Yeah. But because she don't know how to hold water, she's going to tell him. And this will test that communication right away on this romantic vacation getaway situation. <laughs> so we'll, we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens. I feel like it's not going to be good. But you know, I just want to also add that I, when this cabin scene first started, I sent a prayer up for her mama because having to wrestle around with them two boys and they got bunk beds, I can see somebody in there on the floor. Yeah. (laughs) And it's not, it could, you know, it could really be anyone. It could be the mom or one of the two boys. So that's the scarier part. (laughs) Somebody's going to end up hurting the situation and we don't know who's. Um, but we'll see what happens with them. Hopefully things continue to progress and we get to a healthy relationship stage. Fingers exactly. crossed. Fingers, toes, uh, and eyes. All crossed. the things. All the things that could cross, cross them. <laughs> <laughs> Next, we have <sighs> Tiffany and Madam Dumbass and Ron. <laughs> because what the heck? And Mr. Absent. Because he ain't even around. He, and, I'm sorry, but when they get in person, I don't see it getting any better. I just, I just don't. So. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't get if, it either. If Wishy Washy was a person, <laughs> it is it, Tiffany. They would, it, it is Tiffany. It is Tiffany. Because I don't think that Ronald's Wishy Washy. He's just, you know. Don't. aloof like he's yeah. just very go with the, go with the flow and you can't really be that way as a parent clearly that's you know? the that must be the south african way of life because um yeah I you know what i mean i don't i can't Sinjin. remember sinjin mm-hmm. he mm-hmm. was like the same way and that was like yeah. a problem in his marriage right i think it's definitely cultural that's a good point i think you know, South Africa, it's like whatever will be, will be like things Hakuna will work Matata, all of that. <laughs> okay, it means no worries, babes. Like, we're chilling. <laughs> we're gonna, we're just gonna be fine. And America, American women are not like that. You know, we, we need don't, a little structure. We're this not, is, we're not trying to make ends badly meet. We need a plan. We gotta see it. Yeah. A bit of strategy, if you will, you know? So, and Tiffany is really not giving that. No offense. I'm I'm over it. So it's Christmas time. Mm-hmm. And Tiffany is Latina. So her family does Christmas very big. She, like her mom is excited. She already got ornaments with the kid's name on them. Like, yes, like Christmas is here. Like it's lit. At. And then <laughs> Tiffany says, by the way, mom, me and the kids might be going to South Africa to spend Christmas with Ronald. And I was like, why would you do that? Like, I'm confused. What Did I miss something? <laughs> yeah. And I just didn't like her approach because you don't bring the kids over here and trick your mama like y'all come in to help her prepare for Christmas and all of that. Then for you to drop this bomb on her. And it's also like, we might be going that that's not you don't 
travel across the world on a mic. That's like a vacation that you plan weeks, months in advance. That ain't like, yeah, oh, I'm going to buy my ticket tomorrow and we're going to fly out the same day. That's not that right. kind of trip. <laughs> and then on top of that, she doesn't even know how long, like she'll be there for at least a month, at least. He wants yeah. them to stay for three months. And that makes sense because of how much it costs to go. Like, I, I kind of get that point. Like, it's an investment to travel this far. So we might as well stay for a while. make it, <laughs> make it worth the while. Mm-hmm. But she's like, child, I got a life in America. So what you doing having a baby with a man in another country? But sorry, that's just well, like, let's just really get to the nitty gritty of the situation. Yes. I was just like, girl, what? And honestly, Tiffany's mama was also like, girl, what are you saying to me? And why? It just feels like you're taking, my grandkids like that's what that's what this sounds like to me yeah she was upset and we may not even have to worry because she's she's made um she says ronald has to pay for half of their expenses which i definitely think Mm. is fair but Mm -hmm. i don't know if he's gonna be able to come up with half yeah i feel like she's gonna end up folding just like, come on, I miss the kids. Yeah. <laughs> and like, she, she, I really hope that she doesn't try to, he tricks her, be like, oh, you bombing out, pay you back. Cause that ain't happening. Right. She said that she was going to buy open ended tickets just to see when he, if he was going to give her money. And I'm just like, girl, you know he not. He, you know he not. Literally. <laughs> Count that as a loss. So I just did a quick Google, and I don't know where in South Africa he lives, mm-hmm. but the tickets are like eleven hundred dollars per person. And you know the children, they they smaller, but they still gotta have their own seat. So that's about three thousand five hundred dollars for them to fly. That's crazy. Okay. <laughs> and that's literally, crazy. all of these flights I- have at least three stops. So could you could you imagine having to do that with two kids? And you want her to pay for everything? <laughs> and on top You're of that, joke. I couldn't imagine I couldn't imagine doing this with two kids, three stops about a man I don't know about. I don't know if I'm serious <laughs> about him. Like what right. what even, what are we doing? Like literally even a mom, month ago, I didn't think we were gonna stay married. And, now, and I was I'm, fine with that. Like what? <laughs> And literally, okay, I see one with one one stop, um, but the flights are literally twenty five hours. The one with two stops no, is forty eight no. hours. No, ma'am, this is too much. Um, <laughs> that's just too much. When I'm I sorry. Like... No, no way, no how. No way. If there's an ever. This is just an ain't no way. This is just a, an ain't no way case. I'm just not doing that. I'm sorry. Like, At all. No. Even, um, and then her mom, I did get this one quote down. Her mom was saying, um, well, maybe this would be a good opportunity to see if you want to keep him in your life forever. And I'm like, they have a whole ass baby. Does Do they have a choice at this point? Like, what do you mean? Like, they are in this forever, no matter what. Like, what are you saying? 
yeah, that got it, on my nerves. I was like, you're saying things as if we're not at marriage and kids already. Like, right, right, right. Your conversation is definitely two years too late. So, yes, yeah, I, I definitely think before she like makes the final decision to bring him over here, she. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I feel like let me take a few steps back. She already has enough evidence to be like, "Ain't no way." absolutely not but if she wants to oh, feel yeah. better about oh, her yeah. stupid decision i definitely think it's important for her to go spend a week i mean a few weeks a month or whatever with him to like get one last like sense of who he is how he handles responsibility before she bring him over here mm-hmm. yeah i just I just this sounds terrible but I just wish kids were not involved because yeah. that just changes kid, the dynamic kid. so much <laughs> yeah kid, da- Daniel kid. can get a new daddy this this ain't Daniel his first one and it don't have to be his last <laughs> no offense this is not his first time at the rodeo so <laughs> he can he can bounce yes he can bounce back <laughs> um I did think it was funny when Tiffany was kind of calling. No, Tiffany's mom. T- Tiffany's mom was trying to call her stupid. She's like, you know, you made a little bit of questionable decisions in this relationship. So <laughs> I just don't know. <laughs> and right. then Tiffany was like, "Well, I'm not stupid. I'm a very smart person." Right. And I was just like, because I make bad smart decisions, people make does bad it... decisions all the time. Yeah. <sighs> um. But. Like girl, made bad decisions. I'm but you something extra special, girl. She extra. Special. Yeah, yeah. She just adds a little razzle dazzle to it, you know. Yeah. Um. So, so we'll see. Well, this is another one. We'll we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I don't really have anything else to say. Like it's just. Just, okay what, what next delusional <laughs> yes this is a, again you see the thread it's coming through delusion to think that this <laughs> is gonna work out i don't really um i don't see it next we have another state of delusion which is angela and michael um one thing that isn't a delusion though angela don't play about being a good mima and shout out to her <laughs> she really don't care about them kids man <laughs> like she said you can call me whatever you want but you ain't gonna call me a bad mima period i'm homeschooling these children all day (laughs) that's a lot of work Um, because it's like six or so of them and yeah and i feel like they're all around the same age yes yeah yeah so i was i definitely see the work and effort that goes into that i would rather be a bad mima Uh, (laughs) for all them kids no way no way right it, no literally because it i feel like it's just her i guess skyla has to work of rightfully so so geez it's just you know she's outnumbered literally literally <laughs> uh so she goes on zoom i believe it's her weight loss doctor yes this is the weight loss that we're talking mm-hmm. to the one who did the um the gastric sleeve surgery and she's already lost like 40 pounds in about a month. So that that's great. Things are right. Things are in the, the right direction. I would love something like that. 40 pounds in a month. Sign me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. 
<laughs> right? So she's already feeling good. She's feeling happy. They're happy with her progress so far. But then they ask the important question. So the cigarettes, where we, where we at with it or not? Like, what, what's up? And, you know, uh, we're at 10 cigs a day. I was like, 10. That 10. is disgusting. That feels that, like, like, that just feels like a lot. When, you know how on those, like, anti-smoking commercials, they be exaggerative. Uh, like, your lungs are literally black. Your face is peeling off. <laughs> Angela's lungs are black. I, oh, yeah. Like, charcoal black. She has been smoking mm-hmm. a pack a day for 40 years. It started at 13, she said? 13. This is who she is at this point. Like, this is her personality, or at least a part of it. <laughs> but, you know. You know, one thing I did note about the doctors, when they were trying to suggest that she gets edibles, and I was like, how is that supposed to help her cigarette addiction? I'm so confused. Literally, and... Like, y'all want her to lose weight. Like, I feel like that's just anti-weight loss. <laughs> it's it's counterproductive. It's counterproductive. It's definitely it's like, counterproductive. And she lives in Georgia. Like, not everyone's a California babes, okay? Like, what? <laughs> so get her arrested, right. what you're saying. So like, what say, you I saying? live in Georgia. Is that even legal? Y'all not finna get me hooked up. Right. <laughs> and she she thought they were talking about edible panties. She was like, what? Like, girl, don't <laughs> I don't want to be high. <laughs> <laughs> she said respectfully keep that away from me it's really not no, my no respectfully so what the heck is that <laughs> right because <laughs> i don't even know what you're talking about it feels like you bring bringing problems to my doorstep keep it from me <laughs> get it away um yeah the doctor the nurse was trying to get on her for not exercising and i agreed with angela here she said respectfully i'm a mima so these kids come first no. Running out, running around after them is exercise. <laughs> yeah, after you get done teaching six, seven kids all day, everybody need help with their virtual schoolwork. That's a full time job, and right. she old. It's, right, it's a lot. I'm like, um, Miss Nurse, come. All right, <laughs> all right. <laughs> and I'm sure she, it's not like she's just sitting around me. doing nothing. Right. And I'm sure if she literally, if Angela just goes sit out on her porch in the hot Georgia heat for 30 minutes, she'll sweat like she's been working out for two hours. So I'm sure right. she's plenty, <laughs> plenty yeah, of she's, physical activity. She's burning some sort of calories. So it's mm-hmm. not, it's not that bad. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Oh, and then uh, they tell her, girl, we need to get the cigarettes under control because you're literally giving yourself ulcers and that's not okay. Like, that's ashy. You can't be doing that. Um, mm-hmm. So she says that she's going to go to a hypnosis. Hip, hip, hypnotherapy. Hypnotic. She's going to go through hypnotherapy. <laughs> she's going to go through hypnotherapy to... Uh, beat her cigarette addiction and beat her nicotine addiction mm-hmm. and i just thought this was an interesting route i feel like people do this though like just go through therapy to cut their addictions i don't know the science behind it but it just seemed like a bunch of baloney to me yeah i i don't know i've never been through it but maybe if someone wants to do it 
Right. Let us know. See what happens. Have you ever been hit? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reach out to us and let tell us because I'm curious. I've never seen that IRL. And what was what was um, funny was Angela was like she wasn't sure about this, and it seems like funny to her. But you have a psychic, man. This is like on the same wavelength. <laughs> this I agree. Like- it's like this shouldn't be. This isn't far-fetched for you. Quit playing, okay? <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> this is right up your alley. It actually, at this point, it might work because you're so familiar with mm-hmm. those sort of practices. So we'll see. We'll see. But she goes um, to the hypnotist and yeah. um, he hypnotizes her, I guess. It looked like yeah. he gave me very much youtube meditation white noise it Um. definitely felt like a guided (laughs) meditation i yeah yeah i felt the same way i was like "Mm." i feel like i've done something similar but i didn't consider it (laughs) hypnosis but you know okay girl if if it works then it works maybe it's like a placebo effect so who knows yeah, it's, it's, it might work I guess just it's all in your mind. So they're just trying to trick you to make you think that you was hypnotized out of the cigarettes. But right. it wasn't. I don't know. Hmm. So we'll we'll see. We'll see. It uh <laughs> we'll see. Hopefully she's down to five cigarettes next week, you know? Yeah. If if she put just down one cigarette, it's stepping in the right her. direction. Right. It's the, it's done something. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, next on the list is uh, Libby and Andre. This is really just Libby for the most part, though. Um, this is, I feel like this is one of the most intense cases of delusion that we've seen so far because I just don't get it at this point. I don't get what their issue is their <laughs> other issue than being jealous. Is with their, that's it. They're just jealous. And their issue is with their father, not with Andre. This man cannot show up nowhere unless it's being passed back to him from their daddy. So any problems they have, they need to address it towards their father. Period. Amen. And like Libby Libby keeps saying, y'all were complaining when he wasn't working. He didn't went and got his real estate license and now he's trying to work and y'all ain't happy with that. Like what what just say that y'all don't want him here. That's it. Just say y'all right. don't want him working with the family. I'm trying not to get too ahead of us, but even when Jen was saying, uh, well, why doesn't he just work somewhere else? At this point, I feel like even if he did and he did well, they, they would still be mad. So yeah. Like they would be like, oh well, if you're do- so well, if you're doing so well at this, why wouldn't you want to take it and invest in the family business? Like yep, I feel like literally it just doesn't matter. The next thing they'll be saying <laughs> so, is he competing with the family business if he was to work somewhere else. So it's no winning. It's no winning. Yeah, exactly. Um, but this is a this is them the day after the boat trip, or like a couple days after the boat trip. And Libby is still upset because she hasn't fought with her sister as an adult like she's like child we're not children like this is crazy like why am I fighting with my sister I don't like this um but Andre thinks that not only should they that they should go on the trip and that Libby um and Becky need to talk 
Mm. Like they need to communicate and talk this out. You said not to apologize, but like just to lay it out on the table or try and get some sort of understanding as to what their issue is. And I was like, ah, not him asking for communication. Okay. Right. The roles have reversed. I, what? <laughs> seriously. <laughs> he was like, um, y'all just go, go over there and talk to her. Cause I'm not trying to go on this trip with animosity for literally no reason. <laughs> Right, because he's really not doing anything, and he's really not. But he, his, his motives are still questionable to me. I agree with her sisters about that, but they can't say it because they just jealous. Mm -hmm. But he's just trying to like appease Chuck so he can. He he's still on the track for this a hundred thousand dollar loan. So at this point, he's trying to do whatever he can to be on Chuck's good side. That's why he was saying he wants to go on a family reunion just so he can like build up uh, Chuck's trust for him. But- right. I guess at this point, I, I don't think that that's wrong. Like, I feel like his motives are definitely a little like, eh, eh. Mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. at this point, I feel like all of their motives are a little questionable because if you guys had such pure motives, why would you, I don't know. I feel like everyone's motives are a little money hungry at this point and they see oh, him definitely. as a threat to their bag. And I'm just like, just say what it is. Say that you're worried about your bag. You're worried about the bag that Chuck is giving you. And that's just it. Um, because they meet Libby and Beck, Becky meet at Jen's house. The other sister who's like trying to be neutral, but is looking more on Jen's side. Um, they meet at her house and try and talk. Becky says is that this is Andre's fault. And I was like, this is Chuck's fault. This is not Andre's fault. He doesn't cut checks around here. Like this is right. This is Chuck's fault. <laughs> Please stop. It got on my nerves so bad. I was like, he literally didn't even say anything this time. He was just letting y'all fight it out and figure out what the issue was. They and it's still blame, his fault. Blame everything on Andre. He has been wrong a lot in the past. But now he finally seemed to have some kind of sense about himself. And it's they still blame right. him. And like nothing's yeah. gonna change I think, it unless yeah, he goes honestly, back. I feel like they're giving him a little bit too much credit. Andre. Being like an evil mastermind and like look at mm-hmm. Yeah. I feel like they're just giving him a little bit too much credit and saying that he's an evil mastermind, he's try- He's manipulative, he's this, he's that. And I'm like, you guys are all manipulative. Right. You guys all manipulate Chuck for money. So yep. are you just mad because he's not blood related and doing the same? That's what it is. Um, <laughs> they're just goofy as hell. So I don't know. I Like, get a grip. Get a grip. <laughs> Please. Uh, they are literally so, 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 so annoying. So annoying. Yeah. And even in the preview for the next episode, it's like Chuck and Andre were just talking. And I guess like, I also think it might be like the words that Andre uses because his English is so proper sometimes. I think sometimes it might come off like everything is a business transaction. (laughs) And I only say that because of this last, um, this last little clip, this last little preview. I can't even remember what Chuck and Andre were talking about, but um, he said like, oh, I would love to participate in that. And Becky popped her head out of nowhere and said like, oh my God, you're always trying to get his money. Like, and I was like, but was anybody talking to you though? 
I feel like nobody was speaking to you. So so hush. Right. You're just mad because you didn't think of the things that Andre thought of to get that bag. So I don't know, sis. And it it just shows how little faith they have in their father. Again, I said this last week. You think your father is going to get rid of you for somebody that y'all don't even really like? Right. (laughs) Come on now. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. It's... I don't know. Yeah, they're probably maybe it's because they're all criminals. Yeah, maybe it's because of their criminal past. They think that everyone thinks like them. <laughs> That's what I think. Mm-hmm. There we go. Right, we own you. <laughs> That's the truth. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see how this ro- this road trip goes. I'm, I have no expectations. It could go either way. It'll probably go badly though. Um, so we'll okay. see. Did Did you also notice that in the preview for the next episode, who's driving the RV? Andre, it's giving indigenous servant. So, um, next. Oh, yeah, but he needed to take his power back. Go on strike. I'd be like, listen, bitch, we're not going anywhere. How about that? Are you gonna drive? Because, <laughs> because I'm not doing Come this to anymore. Us hall you, on the highway. Get out. <laughs> okay, either you leave or Armily, but. This back and forth, this in my ear when I'm the one on the wheel, we're right. not doing that. How about that? That, that it's just not making sense. <laughs> right. Listen, if so I could I could yank this wheel right now and all of us would be the down the side of this cliff. Watch your mouth. <laughs> right. This this will be our last family gathering, okay? Right. Together. So what's up? Like, what what's do you up? really want to do here? <laughs> God, it's so annoying. <laughs> that's so true you can't talk to the driver like that like uh uh-uh the one with the wheel in his hand really okay (laughs) okay yeah you know only entitled people would do such a thing yeah Hmm. because they think they have no consequences right so we'll we'll see next and i really wish we could skip it but we really really can (laughs) is mike and natalie um we had a very nice dinner and i got on the phone <laughs> with my mama and i told her everything that happened and because i listened to my mama and she told me not to talk to you i have nothing else to say to you goodbye period she basically said my mama said not to talk to you so i can't <laughs> like are you not 36 i'm so confused like girl i'm i'm over it Honestly, I feel like Mike could have prevented this, but I also understand him not wanting to be bothered. Yeah, he definitely could have. Totally get that. He could have just said what Nala said. Like she thinks you call her a hooker, right? All he had to say. But I, I get his point. Like it's not if you don't want to talk about it, quit acting like it's such a big deal. Like, you are an adult. Right. If you have an issue, you need to address it, plain and simple. And this, of all the things that Mike and Natalie have going on and how horrible their marriage is, this is going to be the killer. Because Mike is a mama's boy, and one thing about it, Mm -hmm. you ain't finna treat his mama. You ain't finna treat his mama no kind of way. You ain't gonna disrespect Punkasaurus, at least not in his face, okay? Like, that's not... (laughs) If anything, like that's what he's going to step about. Because mm-hmm. Natalie, like you said, 
I don't know if that was last week or the week before last. She, you've been speaking English for two days. Like, <laughs> you don't understand everything. And she talks about how Trish jokes about her. Like, you don't even understand the jokes. And right. She, she claims that she's too good to repeat it. No, no, no. no. You're not too good for anything. And one <laughs> that's thing, one. You wouldn't have been too good to watch the airport because she, she wouldn't have rode in my car. Oh, period. Ain't no way. Again, ain't no way. Because ain't no way. No, since you're not you gonna disrespect, disrespect me in my car, me, walk out of my house without speaking to me. No, ma'am. And you sit sit and pout in my vehicle. No, ma'am. You would have to find work. your own way. It doesn't work. And I think at this point, the worst part about Natalie is that she will bring up an issue, but is not willing to resolve it. Right. So like she'll make a big deal out of something, but doesn't want to communicate to work through it. And Mike is a complete opposite. He doesn't make a big deal about anything. And yeah. he doesn't want to talk about anything either. Like he doesn't, they both don't want to talk, but Natalie's going to make a big deal. And it's annoying as hell. But like, I just, not you having a tamper tantrum behind your mama. Like, no, literally. <laughs> and then you won't even say what was said. Like, she just too old it's just so childish when she when punk stories was trying to offer her a little knitted scarf and she said absolutely not and i was like um okay <laughs> like, you're rude when you get you back know? to scream and it get cold you gonna wish you would have had that scarf. right when you in the trenches on these 27 acres by yourself she is so uh. despicable so like, she, she is really harboring on the fact that uh, Trish wanted them to call off the wedding or she convinced Mike yeah. to do so. And at this point, she just needs to look in the mirror and see that Trish was Why? looking out. <laughs> because she called off the wedding right. because Trish you're acting how you're acting. <laughs> Right. This is this is why. <laughs> this is exactly why. And she and she's never seen it in person before, as far as I'm concerned. Like this is their first holiday together. And look at you acting the way she suspected that you act. Ah. Right. Like, why would you want to give her the satisfaction of being the horrible person she thinks you are? Exactly. Like, why would you do that? Exactly. And I feel like <sighs> you know it's just so exhausting. And I feel like she doesn't understand that. I won't even say it's advice, but advice that Trish was giving her. Like, she isn't saying, oh my gosh, you are so stupid. Why would you want to be an actress when you can go be an interpreter? She's literally just like, okay, cool. That's nice. In the meantime, while you're trying to work that out, you can also be bringing in money here. And Natalie was like, you want me to get this job so I can bring money to your family? Girl, first of all, you have taken more from this family than you will ever give. <laughs> right. At this point, you're in the hole, and babes. <laughs> we don't need you. <laughs> right. And this and furthermore, this is your family now. You should be wanting to bring money to your family also. Is Mike supposed to support yeah. you while you want to be an actress? Girl, you gotta take care of yourself. That's why you couldn't buy no hotel room when the neighbor took you <laughs> to go back home. See, how about right, because one thing about acting, it's hard. Like acting is a tough career to break into, and especially a tough career to make bread at. Like, yes, yeah. there are a ton of celebrities out there, but they are like 
what part what percent of the population like it's not common to be a money-making actress so trish was really just saying i don't know why this made me laugh but Por qué no los dos? Like, why can't we do both? Like, why Thank can't you. we just interpreter and actress? Like, that's yeah. really all she was saying. And it was more, it was less judgment and more of a suggestion slash Just opinion. let you know that there and are yet, options. Like, think right. about these and things. I get, like, I get that necessarily wasn't her place, but it was just a conversation at this point. Like, ma'am please please <laughs> like, and Natalie is just dramatic because what she was saying like oh she's pressuring me to give up on my dreams and have kids she literally just asked you when y'all gonna have a baby because <laughs> you're getting a little old <laughs> she mentioned it like one time no literally. and that's a real thing like your eggs are starting to scramble it's just a fact like it just gets more difficult the older you are so do we have a plan? That's all. That's that's all that's we want to know. Literally it. And she just, I yeah. feel like at this it's, point, it's whatever whatever Trish does, she just she just feels so negatively towards Trish. No matter what Trish says to her, she's yeah. gonna feel some type of way about it. So at this point, I agree. Don't talk to Trish. Yeah, I feel like do Trish. A yeah, favor. I, I feel like Trish could say, you know, I. I really like the way you do your hair, Natalie. And Natalie would be like, what do you mean by that? She told me I what don't do you mean comb you my like hair. like the way I do my hair? Right. <laughs> like, she said my hair was nappy. That's that's ridiculous. <laughs> I feel like the only solid leg that Natalie had to stand on was the fact that Trish didn't want her, didn't want them to marry. But at this point, like Trish said, give her the 5K. And pack her up. And send her back. But I I think because it of, was I think it's definitely hurtful to know that your mother in law tried to call off your I wedding. I agree. However, it's not far fetched. You and Mike both know that y'all were not in a place to be married. Like y'all are not ready. Right. So <laughs> what's the only solution? Right. It's not like it's a. De- <laughs> It's not like it's like a Debbie and a cult situation where no one's good enough for Mike. I don't think that that's it. She mm-hmm. just noticed the amount of issues that they were having and was like, you know, let me try and save my son from this situation. Right. Even Yes, that's messed up. But if nobody wants to talk about it, then we need to just move on and have dinner in peace. Because I don't really understand. <laughs> like it was just very stank and then when she got to the airport and went through the gate without saying bye you know what i would have left i would literally never talk to her mike should have been on his phone changing his flight and got back in his car with his mama so they could enjoy their thanksgiving together and just embarrass her because how's she going to get back to the back to the she probably don't even know the address and know how to get home and guess who ain't gonna save you, Uncle Bo? Because <laughs> you were rude to him. So <laughs> you're stuck. He really should have left her just to be yeah. stuck. Cause that attitude is unbearable. It's it's gross. It freaks it's me ridiculous. out. I, can't, I, I can't literally want it. to I want to talk to um Natalie personally. I just <laughs> cause I just need to understand, like I don't get it. I just don't get it. Like America, like I was, I'm 
I know I've said this before, but the English in particular, especially American English, it has so much context. Like Mm -hmm. context is really what we need to communicate. Like the regular definition of a word isn't just what we use to communicate. So I feel like she had to have learned that when she was learning English, but just didn't care about it. Like I... if she didn't learn that when she was learning English, <laughs> she should have learned by now. You, right. you you see that there has been a lot of misunderstanding since you've been here. You, y'all didn't talk about it. Mike didn't try to correct you. He didn't let you know that you probably misunderstood, which she already knew that she probably misunderstood, but she don't care. She get one idea in her head and run with that. And that, and is, that is to And her. this is the true state of delusion. Because that's like that is crazy. That's like crazy. no, I have one idea and it's a now a fact. Period. Yeah. Rose colored glasses off. Okay. <laughs> I was like, no, no, just no, just no. Yeah, I'm um, so sick of Natalie. So sick of her. Yeah, I'm sick of her. But clearly, Mike doesn't mind as much as we do. So, because if he did, I feel like he would act. Yeah, I, I feel and, like and free himself. <laughs> I feel like he wants to, but he feels like he already has a lot invested and doesn't want to lose out on that. And honestly, I want to say like, oh, but deep down he loves her. I don't know if I can even say that. I think he they love the thought of know. each other, but it doesn't work. Like the good yeah, times are think, good, but yeah, I think that's the, spot on. The good times are only twenty percent of the time. It's not worth it. I wouldn't even give them twenty percent. I'd say ten. Ten <laughs> percent of the time, it's decent. Yeah, it, it's not even good because she still doesn't fully understand English, so it's decent. And ninety percent, it's chaos. Chaos. I feel like, I feel like Mike is just so attracted to her that he's willing to put up with like anything because he just doesn't really care about her issues mm-hmm. but I just feel like that's just not enough there are Ukrainian no, women out there that can like you know make that's why I'm like hmm Mike I know how to stack wood I appreciate the countryside what's good because uh, <laughs> <laughs> Natalie ah, ain't it Natalie is not it right baby she don't know what to do with all that land, okay? I'm telling I, you, like there are women who know what to do to with that land. to go get another haircut, and that's it. I'm crying. Oh <laughs> yes, we need a return from return. her because she's yeah. gonna be like, "What? You know, I've been practicing uh, mowing lawns and trucking right. and all that. Like, so I love the butcher shop. If you need somebody <laughs> on the form, <laughs> what's your what's your favorite steak? Tomahawks. I love a tomahawk. I love that. Right. I just learned how to cook them. <laughs> right. I know how to clean and cook, kill turkeys, all of that. We won't even need to go I, to the butcher shop. I okay, got you, the boo. fish fed. <laughs> Fireworks going off. Okay? Yes. Uncle Bo already knitted him a sweater. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> what do you want? Mood rings on the counter. Like, <laughs> I got how? you. She is ready to be his everything and more. She really is. She's just waiting. Needs. She's <laughs> yeah yeah he needs somebody who's that's on not his Natalie. level and up to his yeah that's just not that 
Yeah. Period. I don't know like, who it is, pay, but anybody. Build him a wife. Anybody else. Anybody but she. So sorry about it. Yeah. Um, lastly, we have Brandon and Julia. This was spicy. I feel like this was spicy. Yes, it's definitely like giving Brandon big boy energy jones like brandon he put his cojones still. on the table yeah he, he, he was he, like he took it there actually this is not okay with me and i'm setting a boundary right now and i was like good for you because <laughs> your parents be a town stomping crip walking all over your boundaries right. two-stepping all over they don't care at all <laughs> um so this is a day of Ron, Brandon's dad, his 70th birthday. So he is so touched about that 70. Last... He hesitate every time he has to say right. 70. <laughs> He'd be like, se- se- it's 70. my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> right. He's not trying to hear that right now. But 70 is a big age. So he should be happy to make it that far. Honestly. Yes. I'd be happy. Um, but if you guys remember from last week, they talked about the party and Brandon and Julia did make it very clear. We don't want this to be about us. We are already married. We just don't want it to be about us. Like, let's just have a good time, meet family. You can toast to our wedding and that is it. And that is all. Literally and, the slightest uh, mention. Betty and Ron, That's it. Right. Like you could just say like, oh yeah, by the way, these two got married. Anyways, Ron, back to you. <laughs> that They would have loved that. And I get it. <laughs> and Betty and Ron made it seem like they understood like, okay, we'll just do a toast. We'll just do a toast. And literally in one ear and out the other, because when they get there, literally half the party is about them. Yeah. So we got the wall to the left is happy birthday and then the wall on the right is congratulations on your wedding mr and mrs mm-hmm. whatever his last name is right. and they are rightfully instantly annoyed and i was annoyed as well i d- i knew that betty wasn't gonna listen but i didn't think she was gonna completely ignore this bad like she really pushed it like i didn't think she was gonna be like <sighs> Like the decoration was a bit much, so I, I I definitely knew it was gonna be more than a toast, but I didn't think she was gonna go full out. And right, I didn't think she was gonna make an extra uh, an extra trip to Party City. Right, I wasn't. I was <laughs> not seeing that. Like that was a lot. <laughs> yes, it was. That just wasn't fair. And can we, we talk even, about the symbolism? She even of invited the cake topper. Did you? Did I peeped that, and I was like. Yes, and I was like, Betty, you're being really bad right now. You're really being yes. disrespectful. Yes, so <laughs> she had them typical. Mm-hmm. She had a little no, wedding cake stuff. for them. Um, literally one round cake, just a basic one tier, cake, but with one a, tier basic with, cake. Yeah, but the the you know they have the toppers with the groom and the bride. The <laughs> the topper she chose was the bride like dragging the groom away. And you know, we already know that's exactly how she feels about Julia. She feels like yeah. Julia is snatching her baby boy from her. And at at this point, I'm like, isn't that the goal? Isn't that right. the whole point of this? 
I feel like that's the whole point. Like the whole point is for the relationship to change and him to prioritize his wife and his new family. So stop. They like, want the best of both worlds. <laughs> right. They even had the nerve to invite the wedding officiant. Like you pushed it. Mm-hmm. You're really doing a lot here, ma'am. Yeah. And they had him on the program too. They made that man come up and say a few yes, words. Yes. They, they definitely spoke to him an hour before. Like, listen, if you could just talk about the ceremony, say how much you love them, ah, like whatever, mm-hmm. that'd be great. And he was like, okay, no problem. And then Betty was trying to push them to get up and like, and speak and julia was like i think the fuck not i will not be doing right. that because i said i might get up i'm gonna be going out the door exactly so <laughs> do, okay, ask me to get up i will be out of here in five seconds please don't play with me yeah <laughs> and my problem is first of all i don't think that this is a big deal like your parents want to throw you a party hoorah okay just go along with it but the thing is, Betty, this is a throuple. <laughs> right. She inserts herself into their relationship. She does not know boundaries. So whether they said, do not call my name, she was going to do it anyway. Because she yeah, just... She's going to do it on the megaphone. Place. And she treats Brandon like a child, as he said, as we been new. And she, she just does not... She don't want to understand. It's not that she doesn't understand. She get it. She just does not want to because that is her child and she wants to have her way with everything. Yeah, at this point, like you said, she's just choosing to be ignorant. And I I definitely agree. I don't think that it's that bad to have your parents do something like this for you because they just want to celebrate you. And if it was any other parent, I wouldn't really be this annoyed, but it's really the principle for me at this point. Cause yeah. they said, please do not make this. She about literally us. did the opposite of what they asked. <laughs> right. The complete it, opposite. Exactly. I feel like it would be one thing if she just surprised them with it and they didn't have a prior conversation. Cause I feel like it's a very normal parent thing to do to want to be extra like that and of course we're going to split the decorations in half and lump the celebrations together like Mm -hmm. i get that but they said no thank you yeah before you went to party city like you say it's the fact that they had this conversation and they agreed like it wasn't like they were unwilling like no don't mention me at all don't say nothing about us man we're not even coming it's like they eventually like bargained and agreed on a toast. Like they, 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 they didn't even want that, but they agreed on that. And you, Betty, I was just very disappointed in her. Like, ma'am, you know, I, you're I'm pushing him for, out the nest at this point. Thank you. I'm <laughs> all for respecting your elders and being considerate, respectful, all of that stuff. But Betty should have heard some words from Brandon because she just she yeah. just won't stop. Like yeah, you don't have to really hurt her feelings, like to the nine, like dig in her. Right. <laughs> really you go need to in curse her out. To I'm sorry. You, he's gonna have to curse her out. Yes. And, and I, I don't I don't agree with that at all, but that's really what's gonna happen. Right. <laughs> Any other mom? never do that but this one it's like she won't get it until she's crying and that's so annoying (laughs) because even after the little toast he tried to pull her to the side and was like yo mom like 
that was not cool. Why did you do that? And then she was trying to reverse it. Like, oh, so you're mad about cake and a party? Right. All of we've done for you and you, you, we can't even do this one thing. That's the problem. <laughs> right. And I feel like that's the same thing. That's the same trend that now Natalie has. Like she has an issue, but doesn't really want to fix it. Like Brandon mm-hmm. isn't a full adult but he wants to be, and they're not really letting him at this point. Right. Like, Cause if you would, you respect another adult's decisions and you respect their boundaries. Cause he was like, yes, this was a boundary I set up. And then she was like, a boundary? Right. What do you she mean? Know, she doesn't know that word. But I don't know her. I've never met boundary. <laughs> Boundaria? Don't right, know. bounty towel, <laughs> paper towel. Like, what are we talking about? <laughs> I don't. I don't know bounty. I don't know bounty, and I don't know boundary. How about that? Because <laughs> none of the sort. We don't. We don't communicate that way. But you don't communicate that way because you still see him as a child, and yeah. that's the problem. <laughs> that's and, the issue. And after the party scene, um, they're back at the farm. Wait, hold on. After oh. that, after Brandon kind of tries to tell Betty off, they leave. Julia grabs oh, yeah. his hand and said, we're out. Goodbye. <laughs> we're going. Yep. So That's continue. It. Yeah. yeah. And once they get back at the farm, they come outside to talk to the parents again. They're mm-hmm. sitting around like a fire pit. Mm. And um... Fire pit of hell. Sorry. <laughs> Everything crazy come out around the fire pit. <laughs> <laughs> and um basically we're at the conversation of them moving out again and yeah. Brandon really like lays it out for her that like you still treat me like a child I have a, a whole wife now and we just feel like very constrained here like live essentially living here is gonna ruin our relationship because you treat us like kids and Betty keeps saying the same thing that she's been saying since the season premiered of how they were hoping like they were getting a daughter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the problem. She is not your child. You've been telling Brandon what to do for 27 years. You can't do that. Right. <laughs> with Julia. Clearly Julia's not your parents child. raised Right. And clearly Julia's parents raised her to be independent. So right. She didn't have the she doesn't have the same needs as Brandon. She has needs because she's new to America. But Br- Julia's cool with getting it on her own. Like she's not yeah. afraid to put in work in that way. She lived on her own when she was in Russia. So going back to the parents' house feels different. Like that feels like a foreign concept to her, especially going back for this long. It was just this whole conversation with the parents actually really kind of pissed me off because they were kind of like they were basically saying you can't make it without real life right and it's like well yeah which is i feel like okay so you want me to just be stuck and suffer here is what you yeah that's what it sounds like to me you're not helping me you're not trying to help me to get out of here yeah it was very ashy ron he was really on one i feel like he felt disrespectful because they ruined his fear or whatever but he stopped like just it was just very ashy and then it was very uh, much ashy because um ron was basically saying like you think you can move out with your salary (laughs) you're never gonna make it that's how i felt (laughs) and i pray to god like 
if they leave, they don't have to come back. Because they were saying how Brandon tried to move out on his own once before, and that lasted like two months. Right. Um. So I feel but, like they 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 want they want Brandon to depend on them. Right. Yes. I think that's where we're at at this point because he's in a different space now. First of all, I know he's young, but he's older than he was when he first moved out. He has mm-hmm. a different reason and incentive to move out because mm-hmm. before he's probably just moving out trying to see what life was like on his own. But now he has a real, he got a whole wife. He got a whole wife who really exactly. wants things and wants a different life that's not on a farm. So he has a different motive to get that money and <laughs> find somewhere to live. Yeah. So he essentially um, said, like, once they find a, pl- find a place that will work for them, they're out. And I think Julia needs to reevaluate this apartment that she said she didn't like before. Because I feel Girl, like she has back. a different perspective now. I pray to God it's open. <laughs> yeah, I pray it's open. Like she I pray it's open it. and available still. She will love yeah, it now. It's 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 a palace actually yeah let's let's just go it's fine we can we can make it work because they were just feeling very condescending and like no you need us and y'all are ungrateful and this is julia's fault and i was just like guys shut up just stop just shut up you're being trifling like it's very i can't like you can't make it without me you need me and i don't like that because now i want to prove to you that i don't yeah exactly it's like I mean, I get all parents are concerned about their kids. They don't want them to like step out into the world like on unstable ground. And but I I feel like Betty and Ron are praying for their downfall just so Absolutely. they can come running back. And it's very toxic, but it's like yeah. masked, like masked by we want what's best for you. But no, you don't. You want to keep me here hostage because you think. I'm a child. I'm not capable. Yeah, I feel like that's the worst kind of toxic when you try and cover it in positivity and love. Like, oh, mm-hmm. no, we just really care about you. Shut up. No, you don't. No, you don't. You just care <laughs> about holding me here. For right. You. I'm kidnapped at this point. This is Stockholm Syndrome. Like, I'm <laughs> I'm over it. Yes. <laughs> Set me free, please. Because they were just being very trifling and it didn't sit well in my spirit. It felt like bubble guts. I, I like that. It was very... Ew, like what is your what is your problem? Yeah, I agree. Um, but that's everybody. That is everybody. Jovi and Yara were not pendants because they're the least problematic couple this season. So right. they used to be in every single episode <laughs> at this point. Um now <laughs> we have I couldn't be me segment where we go through every couple and scenario through the last episode and pick one and say yes that is the one that could not be me um initial thoughts <laughs> you have in mind yeah I think my couldn't be me and this is running the same one back that I had a couple weeks ago um I really want to say Brandon initially but mm-hmm. I feel like I've been in a similar Brandon situation and just I was able to work it out. So Brandon, you on the right track now, so keep pushing. Um but yeah. I think I'm gonna go <laughs> I'm gonna go with Tiffany. Mm, like I mm-hmm. said, if wishy washy was a person, um, it's Tiffany. Like 
I just don't understand how you could say in one hand, like, oh, this man, he's so irresponsible. He has this addiction that's, like, troublesome because how would he be with money? And I don't know mm-hmm. if I can trust him and he isn't helping me and not taking care of the kids. And then on the other hand, oh, my gosh, we had this such a romantic date. I miss him. The kids miss him. We're going to fly over there. Let's spend the holidays together. Foolish. Let's, let's Foolish. bring him to America. Like that's just one plus one is not forty-five. So it's really <laughs> not adding up for me. Yeah. And I just I just can't understand. I, I, I just don't. Yeah, we we missed a lot of steps. We we jumped, we hopped very, very far in this relationship. <laughs> it's like I don't know if he has like some like incriminating proof or like something she's done but it's it it just switched too fast like you were going to see a divorce lawyer you were were thinking about like you literally canceled your tickets to go over there Mm -hmm. you saw an attorney to then you hustling your dad to get to bring him over here and now you about to head back and miss christmas time with your mama and family for a man who is still battling addiction who she don't even believe he got a job because she said she got to see it for herself right and it's just not giving i trust you enough to sponsor you for a lifetime and bring you to my country like yeah it's not giving that it's just it's it's so ridiculous because i feel like this trip is really just her checking in versus them spending time together like she's really just here to peek around and see what's really good like what is he actually doing and stuff and it's annoying it's just like girl that's that's annoying for a regular relationship let alone you having to spend thousands and thousands of dollars to bring this man to another country like right if i got a trust should be tip top right if i if I got to check and double check and confirm and let me confirm if you're actually telling the truth, this is not the relationship for me. Like no. that should not be happening. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think her, I'm sure she still loves him, but I feel like her biggest motivation is the kids. And like I said, that ain't even down your daddy. And Carla is a baby. She don't even know that man for real. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> something can be arranged is all we're saying something can be done yeah you know like we could we could work this out it's fine it's just oh god girl what like why are no, we doing literally this? girl what because i don't know and it's not it's not like oh he hasn't done anything so like you just not you're just trying not to make it work. No, no, no. He's done all the things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so he's done all the offenses. He's yeah, from his it, mama. It doesn't make sense. Girl. <laughs> if you you are a legitimate crack fiend if you steal from your own mama. Right. Like so we're talking. I can't mm-hmm. bring you. You're not welcome to talk to me, let alone to come be in my household and live with me. No. Yeah, I feel like this is just a lot for someone that she's clearly unsure about. Yeah. And 
I'm sorry. I'm starting to agree with your mama. Your decisions are a little stupid and foolish, babes. I, yes. you no one wants to hear that from their mom, but hey, she's the one who's going to keep it the most honest with you. So exactly. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't know. Good luck and to her. I feel like we ended, uh, we ended with her conversation with her dad. Did he? Did he give? Oh, he did give her a yes. I remember him saying he had to think about it. But, no, he um, said he was going to do it. He, I feel like he just need to come to his senses and tell her no, and that'll be the end of this. Yeah, she's she's getting finesse, and now she's spreading the finesse because <laughs> <laughs> she's just like, you know, we just going to finesse him into thinking that this relationship is going to work. Yeah. Delusion, because no, it's not. Like it it's, is you really don't, not. And you low-key don't really want it to. So what are we doing here? Like, why are we spending thousands of dollars to go to South Africa when... And again, sure like, man. she still hasn't told him that she would not move to South Africa. I feel like if she no. tells him that, that'll be it. And it's like... <sighs> You don't want to be with him that bad. Like, if you will refuse to move to South Africa, what does that say about your love for him? It's invisible. It's non-existent. It's it's temperamental. It's flighty. It's (laughs) not enough to sustain. You know, it's just not enough to sustain. It's not enough. It's it's missing some ingredients. You know. yeah, yeah, Tiffany, I'm tired of you. I'm sorry. We, I just want to see them. And I, I really liked Tiffany. Really do. Yeah. Really, really. But like, girl, it's giving bad decisions. It's like, giving horrible decisions and <laughs> no cognitive <laughs> function. <laughs> We're just not really thinking fully. We're just thinking your brain. You're not using it. Hey, you're not using yeah, it to deductive full, reasoning. Don't really know what that is. yeah it's it's bad it's pretty bad who you got um i have a bit i have a bit of a unique (laughs) pick so regardless i feel like overall minus libby and kalani and asuelu everybody else is a couldn't be me in general right Mm -hmm. (laughs) but specifically i think i'm gonna pick punkasaurus because I guess this is where Mike gets his passiveness and just go with the flow energy from because she was in your face disrespectful and she was just like, okay, okay. And I was like, Trish, curse her out. Yeah. Trish, curse her out. I know you can. I, I see the bangs. You got it in you. Curse her out. I agree. Okay. Um, I definitely think I would have taken Trisha's approach when she first said her little spill about her mama told her not to talk to Trish because I would have been so like shocked and taken aback that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have known what to say. But by the time I got out there to that truck, it would have been on yeah. and popping. <laughs> yeah, first of all, taken... get up out of my car. <laughs> right? <laughs> where you think you're going? That's really <laughs> what I want to know. <laughs> Who, where you think you going? Who you think you are? I get that though. I think it would have taken me like maybe two minutes and 15 seconds to really like register what register, what? marinate, mm-hmm. and then have a comeback because whoa, whoa, that's a lot whoa. of disrespect for my household. I'm so <laughs> confused. Like, literally, 
you and you've been this way this whole time hmm yeah it's feeling like no like it feels it just feels like you need to get cursed out because who do you think you are and why do you feel like you could talk to me this way like Uh, uh, hello (laughs) no literally and i feel like i don't i feel like i (laughs) in situations like this i can get dangerous like it's not even about like fighting you or cursing you out it's like if i call the police and tell them you put your hands on me you're not even a citizen so they're gonna send you back like my gonna take it too far very much evil thoughts <laughs> right it's like oh so you disrespected me deportation okay because yes. it's we're just not gonna do <laughs> yeah i yeah my couldn't be me as punkasaurus because it was just a lot of disrespect for her household i'm sorry yes. like whoa i did feel good when mike was trying to stick up for her because he was like first of all what is your actual issue here right Natalie. what did my mother do to disrespect you see right. that's, he do not play about trees yeah because right. <laughs> that i feel like that's the highest i've ever heard him speak yeah he was not he, what'd she say mm-hmm. no 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 what'd she say though like what yeah, did, yeah, yeah. what did she say he was really, <laughs> he was not having it and i felt good about that but i'm like this is a day late and a dollar short i'm sorry (laughs) yeah he i feel like he's getting like more and more fed up with her like he can't just be completely silent now like she she is literally getting under his skin so bad like he can't help anything (laughs) he he just can't ignore that yeah it's undeniable okay it's undeniable that she is stank she is just very very stank and it's just something that nobody wants to be around because ill like this attitude is he gross. needs to give her like read her to the nine though and make her cry because i feel oh, like yeah. at this point she's used to his like silent treatments and his storming off so that's not really oh, yeah. affecting her anymore yeah no he needs to buck up he, he needs, to... needs to like i don't condone domestic violence and no way any kind of house should he put his hands on her no way but he definitely needs to like get in her face and like put her in her place make her feel like so tiny he could flip a table from across the room yeah yeah yeah. something extreme yeah not break you not violating her personal space but he needs to lay it on the line that he is not okay with this he needs to set his own boundaries at this point because now she crip walking all over it and disrespecting (laughs) punkasaurus at the same time like yeah hello isn't it crazy like <laughs> he needs to discipline his wife what what world are we living in what? god <laughs> is this 2021 or 1849 like it's giving 1950s keep your wife on a leash because <laughs> yes. what? yeah he definitely she definitely needs a strong talking to to say the least because yeah. I feel like whose mama are you disrespecting? It's you know how mm-hmm. Tariq has his uh friends. I feel like yes. Mike needs a black woman to like just help him get some straight. Yeah, um, yeah, it can't be the lady with the haircut though, because she has ulterior motives. The the haircut woman definitely does yeah. have other motives that will not align with this situation. Yeah, he just needs a neutral party, somebody who cares, but. I don't I think, know. I feel like I feel like they. Eh, 
it, I feel like it won't like they went to therapy. I don't think a neutral party will be good. I feel like it has to be somebody that he knows, but it's hard when you like <gasps> know one person out of the situation, but for that person to remain neutral. Who are you thinking? Uncle Bo it needs or to be the her neighbor? Mama. Her mama. It needs to be her mom. It needs to be her mom. Sound like, well, I don't know. I don't think, I don't know if her mom I, would I feel... like, take her side though. I don't think so. If like the facts are explained. I don't think it's about picking a side. I think her mom is the only person who can get her to act right, though. I think mm. he doesn't really... he He's not going to get anywhere telling her the nitty-gritty of how trifling and trash her daughter is. But he mm. can just say, like, listen, I really love your daughter. I just oh, I noticed that lie. she's very unhappy. Yeah. <laughs> He needs his needs to lie and get his, get her mom on board because she's lying to her mom. So we need to lie back. Like what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Not you let's, using let's your mom as a plot device. Like, girl, <laughs> yeah, let's just give all sides. How about that? Because mm, what are we doing here? <laughs> yeah. So annoying. Yeah. He needs to speak to her mom, speak to Svetlana. I remember that one home girl that she was complaining to <laughs> somebody to give to explain his side and at least somebody to get in her ear and be like yeah girl you was wilding out a little bit i'm not gonna hold you like you was you was tripping you know because mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's just it's out of pocket and i have no energy no, no i just couldn't i like she was really cutting up in trish's house it's one thing to cut up on the phone <laughs> but you are in my residence <laughs> No. I hope I hope no, you're not <laughs> saved her house after they left because she definitely brought in some bad energy. Yeah, she needs sage, Palo Santo, somebody to pray because <laughs> throw them bed sheets away, burn them. Oh yeah, to get yeah, them no, demons up out of that pillowcase. Yeah, because it's just. I don't know what kind of world Natalie lives in. Well, I do know. It's a world of delusion. And um, I don't want to be involved anymore. I feel no, like I'm, I feel like I've had enough. I've definitely had enough. I'm setting like, a boundary. Okay. <laughs> and that's it's ridiculous. Period. Um, yeah. <laughs> I, I would be good if I never have to see Natalie ever again. And I right. mean that. It's I'm I'm over it. So we'll we'll see what happens next week. Hopefully, at least two couples are acting right. I'm not putting faith in that everyone's going to be on good behavior because that's not mm. that's not the nature of this show. No, you know, I just want at least two couples to be on the good the good foot. <laughs> please, God, but, please. I mean, at this um, point, I only hope is Kalani and Asuelu and Jova and Yara, and that is saying something. And you know what? That's enough for me. That's enough for me. <laughs> you know, because I don't want to get overzealous. I don't want to put too much dip on my chip and increase my expectations when I'm dealing with psychopaths. Don't. You know? like, that seems like bad self-care. So I'll just keep it with them. And hopefully they stay happy and positive. Fingers crossed. Let's pray. Yeah. <laughs> but this has been this week's episode of the Ain't No Way podcast. Yum, yum, yum. Uh, follow us on Twitter. Interact with us on Twitter. Use the Ain't No Way pod hashtag if you want to talk to us. 
follow us on Instagram, please. And thank you. Um, <laughs> and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. Bye.